Greetings, adventurer. Care for a story? One of the never-ending struggle between hope and despair. Or one where our hero is unfavored? Or perhaps, what, where your girlfriend's a sword? Well, Nick does write the intros now. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name's Brent, fails at life, Cornell, and I'm your host. And with me today, we have Nick, Horrible Pathing Gantner. What's happening, brother? I'd, I'd enjoy this a little bit more if I could hear the intro as you were playing it. You couldn't hear you that? Get to, you get to dance, and I don't hear shit. I could have swore I made it so you could hear it, but if you couldn't, no. then, oh well. I don't know why you wouldn't. That's 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 a problem for another day because now I just want to sit here and futz with it, but I'm not gonna do that because we already had to start this a second time, because the first time we just nicked it wasn't audio wasn't going to the stream so we had to start over and I had to restart my computer which took forever, because uh, the streaming rig is um, it's ancient so we'll just go with that. Um, yeah, it's review show time, Nicholas. We're gonna review Sema the Enemy. For the yeah, game. wasn't it fun? It's it. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that in detail. All right. Um, <laughs> in in detail, it's kind of our stick. It's what we do. But uh, it came out for the Game Boy Advance. Ooh, should I pull the? I lost all my info I had in front of me. Not that I had it the so first time. You talking about the date it came out? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. I was gonna say two thousand five, okay. so I was pretty close. Um. By the same people that are known for Lufia, correct? Yes and no. Okay. Because uh, I believe Neverland developed it, but then Natsume published it, and they are responsible for the Harvest Moon series, I believe. Okay. And like this feels really dumb repeating this shit, but <laughs> a, a key indicator that it was published by the same people, or developed by the same people that did Lufia, is that. Uh, the main protagonists in Lufia 1 and Lufia 2 both have red hair, and the lead ladies have blue hair. And that follows with Seema the Enemy. Okay, that's a weird, that's a weird detail. But, in case you... Uh, if, you want to get, if you want to get a little bit more in-depth in it, the, uh, the lead lady is also uh, not who she appears to be, which is a theme in the other games, too. Okay, well, I'm sure we'll get to that when he gets the story, if we haven't covered it already. Um, so... Wow. In case, <laughs> in case in case you're new here, what we do is we take a game, we break it up into a few different categories. We got gameplay, uh, story, music, visuals, 
replayability and our overall experience and we give them each a rating one through five we do allow half scores because nick fucked it up way back in the beginning um but before we hop right into gameplay no let's just hop into gameplay i thought i had something and then it left me as fast as it came like a terrible fart so yeah gameplay um <clears throat> so it's it, all right it is a action rpg kind of hack and slashy um because you just a lot of hitting the same button over to attack enemies um the real meat of the system comes from the companions and subsequently the crafting system that's built in there um but primarily what you're doing is you're going essentially from a central hub to themed dungeons of which there are how many dungeons are there uh i wish you would have asked me to look that up before but i think it's like 12 13 yeah it's it's not many i, w I want to say it's about a dozen um and you just you're getting pieces because you're in this alternate world which we'll get to in story and you're trying to get the fuck out of there essentially and rescue your your uh little friends and people you're supposed to be protecting that you lost in the first 10 minutes of the game or whatever um and navigating those dungeons is revolves around placement of the people that are following you using because they all have varying abilities and can do different things and protecting them from monsters that are spawning and attacking and doing all these kinds of things and then ultimately fighting a boss and going back to your hub it's kind of rinse repeat um with the exception of how the puzzles are laid out and what you do with your companions, there are times in which you are controlling the companions directly as opposed to indirectly through the little placement commands. Um, and then in addition to that, there's also a uh, like an affinity meter, like a relationship meter that has to do with how well you protect them throughout the dungeon and your sort of relationship status with these people enables you to uh, make and craft new things um is there anything i missed there nick no that's the gist of it like because you walk around you press a to swing your sword and the i feel like the main focus of the gameplay is less on combat and more like you said on escorting mm -hmm. because it kind of goes along with the plot wherein you are not attempting to destroy uh the sema you are attempting to save these people um, but yeah, I mean, it's really bare bones. Okay. Um, yes, so I guess the first talking point is um, sort of the difficulty, right? So when you we talk about difficulty, like, uh, this, it's weird, right? Because just the getting from point A to point B, in most cases isn't always difficult while it is almost always certainly tedious i would say um a lot of the puzzle figuring out the puzzles or like where you're supposed to place a person and move and go back and forth isn't too sometimes it can be complex don't get me wrong there's some pretty um intense puzzles but then a lot of the harder ones kind of revolve around from well you kind of got to put somebody somewhere to soak a thing's attention it's going to take they're going to take hits it's just a matter of how you can trigger the other buttons and switches 
in time to save, you know, Dick Shot McGee over there on the Switch, right? Um, and then, <clears throat> so how do you feel about the difficulty while progressing through the dungeons in particular? Uh, I'd say it starts off extremely easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as it, as it should be, because you're trying to get used to the whole escort system. Um, and, like, nothing is ever really combat-wise difficult. Uh, like, sometimes you'll upgrade your, like, your sword, and you'll still be doing one damage to monsters, and it's kind of like, I, I don't know what the fuck I upgraded that for, but okay. Uh, but other monsters, like, they, you just, like, two-shot them suddenly, and then, so it's kind of like, a weird thing where like the monsters that spawn there's only like what 10 monsters in the game and then like half of them are recolors um so it's about i guess uh how badly the de- the developer wanted to fuck you over between spawning a-, a weak monster or spawning a stronger monster um like the hardest part is the puzzles and making sure uh people don't die which is not too bad because you can load them up with items and they use them automatically um so it's just it just comes down to how quickly you can figure out the puzzle and get people out of danger. Yeah, so. and um, I they also do the thing where you fight a boss monster, and then there in, in the very next dungeon there is now a weaker version of it that's basically becomes a standard monster in the rotation um, that has a, not always but sometimes a similarish kind of ability toned way down. Um, but that's that's a thing they do. Um, but you progress through the dungeon, like I said, at most it just gets kind of tedious where um, you kind of end up leaving, trying to leave them in a safe place. You can run around, kind of scout what you're getting ready to try and do. And you can't always do that. There's not always a safe place to lead them. Um, but there are some frustrations involved with leading these people and navigating these three through, through dungeons. First of which I had constant issues with the pathing and not necessarily with the... Um, the the little minion guys because for the most part you can set three i think little waypoints and you can navigate them around you gotta make wide turns they're essentially semi-trucks when it comes to pathing like if you kind of think they might clip a corner you best just going around it because they're going to get stuck i'm telling you they're going to get uh, usually stuck. around the corner i would put them like uh like lead them like right towards the center like but mm-hmm. out a bit from whatever path i'm trying to get them to that way they kind of can orient straight down or yeah. around or whatever the hell they're trying to do. Um, so there is that. And but then, then there's Ivy. And then there's Ivy. And Ivy is the most retarded piece of shit on the planet. Because you would think in whatever brain cells that she used, because she's your combat ally, right? She's the one that's supposed to be with you as like your immediate party member to, to just be fucking shit up right that's what she's supposed to be or that's what she's sold as but no what happens is you go around a loop trying to get back to a guy that's sitting on a switch trying to get him from keep get him from getting fucked up and she just gets caught in the corner instead of following the same way you do you you turned and went back up too fast so now she goes back up the other way on the wall instead of coming around it so now she's stuck in a corner and instead of turning around and attacking the guy, you're over there trying to save Dick Butt on the switch, and she's just over there just going, just getting beat, beat to shit because she can't fucking figure out how to limp dick her way around that goddamn corner. It is the worst fucking thing 
than I've experienced in a video game in a hot minute. I was getting so mad at Ivy, bro. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 it sounds it, like it. Because this little fuck it. Because I played this before. Because I recently got a little um, adapter for one of my um, clone machines that I can put a um, a Game Boy Advance card in. So that I can I can use that to record gameplay, which is why okay. there's we don't have any gameplay for the stream or the video or anything because I didn't have that that set up yet. I got it kind of towards the tail end. At that point, I was used to playing it on the Game Boy, and the Game Boy, the little SP, right? It's not the sturdiest of fucking things. And there was a number of times I thought I was gonna rip that fucking clamshell in half because I this little dumb bitch Ivy, she's just like I. I'd trust fucking Forrest Gump going through this dungeon with me more than I fucking would her. Like, I... I yeah, I'm not sure why they made her a perpetual companion. They it would have been better served as her being another escort companion, like, that you would leave with the group to protect yeah. them while you go scout or something. But, like, I'm, I'm with you there. She was the worst part of the game, for sure. Like, I remember anytime there was a platform, or, like, there was a moving platform section, oh. like, a couple times she fell off and then fucking respawned right, right, like, where you left from, so you have to go through the whole fucking platforms moving, uh, and then go backwards to get fucking back to her and save her ass, and I'm like, at one point, I was like, I'm just gonna leave you there, and I'm gonna escort everybody else through this fucking thing first, and then I'll come back for you, bitch, because, uh, oh, she's fucking I don't worthless. That. She's fucking worthless. And so... There's Ivy, and then there's the navigating the people, and like we said, there are times where you feel like you're, you gotta put a guy on a spot to kind of hold hold ground or press a switch or whatever, and there's really no way to keep them safe and keep them from losing that precious, like, affinity. And granted, there are other ways to get it back or whatever, um, and th there was just a lot of times as well where... I just feel like I'm blocking a little corridor mashing attack while they just fucking do their thing, right? Just go across the room, and I'm just like, nee, nee, nee. that's not particularly compelling. Um, but I will give it that, that the degree and varying nature of the puzzles and how you have to use some of the companions to solve them, you know, was interesting, if not, if if only executed poorly, right? Like, like, I like puzzles. I love puzzles in my dungeons. Um, and I don't really mind having to use the companions as part of the the solving of the puzzle. What I mind is the, the frustration and tedium of it because I don't necessarily know that that interface was probably the best. That, now, they, they put a lot into, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, essentially six buttons, right? So, I mean, I get that. It just felt there was a lot of times where I'm trying to set a path and it would double place a waypoint or it would place a waypoint of me before it placed a thing that I didn't realize. So they'd go and then come back and do a bunch of weird shit. There's a, it was, a, it was like some, there was a lot of clunky weird shit happening there that I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell what I was doing wrong other than maybe pressing a button too fast. Like I and when when these these little dudes move so slow, I can't help but be like tick 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 fucking move. So go figure. Um, that was that well, was. I, just... I never ran into that kind of issue where they were walking back and forth because I was paying attention. 
So I wasn't. It wasn't that I wasn't paying attention. It's just if they place the little the little waypoint marker because I guess there's some sort of key command where you can place it directly underneath where your character's standing. Well, I guess it's where the cursor spawns. But if it puts it there, it, you don't really see it. Like, it, great. I'm playing on. I don't have the best backlight on this thing. Okay, like I'm playing an OG stuff here. Uh, you know, so you don't have a DS laying around because I used a DS, and the back end of that was fine. <laughs> the DS we have is not one of the backwards compatible ones; it's one of the later ones. Got it. So, um, I need to get one. I just can't. I can't justify it right now. But now I have the the um, adapter for the Retro Trio, so I can just put it in that and fucking play. I mean, on the TV that works. of all things. So I'm not really worried about it. Other than the scaling, Speaking of TV, I feel like this game would have been better on a console. Um. Yeah. If not, just for the extra buttons, I think. Yeah. I think some 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 hot keying, like you know, some easy, like just move to this or move directly to me, or just a little extra computing power for the pathing. Um. Well, I feel like they could have done something like on a console where instead of using the like, uh, you know, you press L and you change to the like, you just go to where somebody's at. Mm -hmm. Uh, like you just see what's happening there. Or I mean, I guess you switch parties with that too. Uh, but I feel like they could have. Uh, given more processing power or something else, use that as because you can control the NPCs when they're by themselves. So they I feel like they could have done something with that where it takes control away from Ark and gives control to whatever character you highlight. So yeah. they can actually you can actually control them and do whatever you need to do with them in that regard. And that would kind of alleviate the whole them just sitting there because it's weird. Like it sucks. That you, when you control the characters, they are like gods of war. But then, as soon as you're not controlling them anymore, they're fucking like meat sheep, and then they sit there and get their ass beat. And like, I know for a fact, motherfucker, that you can whoop some ass. So what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it could use almost like a like a gambit or a um, like some sort of like tiered AI system where you can give them commands on things to do when you're not in direct control of them. Right, like, yeah, I would like to be able to customize when they use those items, or I'd like to say, hey, you know, if you don't leave your spot, you can attack a guy or something like that. Like, there's stuff like that. Um, yeah. So while the the it it there's there's like a grand scope to the idea here that doesn't necessarily work on a Game Boy Advance. Does that seem fair? I would agree with that. Like this is especially a game of advance without backlighting, and you need to be able to see shit. Yeah. So you have to be in a, well, you mean, have I, to be well, indoors to play this shit, pretty much. I mean, I've got lighting. It's just not the brightest thing on the planet. Well, I meant because it was a GBA game, yeah. not an SP game. Yeah. So I don't know if it came, if when the SP I can't remember when the SP came out. Yeah. But assuming you're playing this on a Game Boy Advance, there's no backlighting. Oh yeah. And that'd be you have to terrible. be able to see shit, and like shit's kind of happening quickly. Mm. Things are small, so. I don't remember how the fuck I played this. On yeah, Tarot. no. Um, yeah, because uh, I'll tell you what. Once you get past the dungeons, right, and you got to fight that boss at the end, oh boy, it gets real brutal. Because yeah. when you're out in the dungeon and you're fighting these other Seema uh, or whatever, like you see, you like you have a hit range that seems to be ungodly. Like I'm swinging air blades all the way out here. Like I don't even have to be close to him to hit it, make a hit. All of a sudden, you transition in a boss battle, and he's got a 
hitbox that's like 20 pixels outside his shit where he'll just murder you by touching you? Fuck, dog. No. But I will give it this. Uh, they are all kind of pattern-based, and there is a level of memorization and sort of adapting and just repetition where you can get better over time. But It's like a bullet hell. But it is insanity. Like, and it's not it it's not a progressive good that feels good, if you ask me. Like, cause each subsequent try, you might not see because all it takes is you to fuck on some of these, all it takes is you to fuck up one time. And that, that encounter's gone. You might as well just start over. You might as well just fucking start over. Like <laughs> Like there were times where like I would do a fight. And I would get like almost to the fucking end without using a potion, and then all of a sudden, all like I had five potions in my inventory, and they're all fucking gone, and I've died. And I'm like, I don't know what how I was doing so good, and then all of a sudden, I just shit the bed. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. That's all it takes, and a lot of it, it's 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 so infuriating because there's a couple of them where it, the strategy just comes down to staying the fuck out of the way, finding a little corner and where their little rage path doesn't fuck you up and just trying to come out and just get a hit in when they come by just get it because that's the first boss essentially is you get don't even get me started on the just the first boss is your best strategy is just to hide your ass in a little corner and run out when he runs past and try and hit him so you don't before you get trampled and then that's yeah. 30 minutes of just ducking in and out of a corner to get enough hits this is the first boss this is a boss that's supposed to teach me how boss fights are going to go. No, instead, it's like, oh, you don't want to play this game. You don't want to play this game, is what it's telling me. Because he's got 14 fucking health bars and can two hit you. Like, what is that? What is this? It's, this it's is a Game a, Boy it's Advance. It's not that egregious. Oh, it's, it's bad. Not that egregious. It's, it's well, three hit kills, all right? Three but hit. the thing is, his hitbox is so huge, he, will, he can hit you twice in one run-through. Like, there's well, no knockback like... or get you out of the way or anything. It's like, doop, doop, oh, fuck me. Everything in here suffered from uh, the isometric isometric vantage point as well because yeah. you could be safe under like from uh, like zero to uh, going backwards like zero to one eighty degrees and below you can you can run there just fine but as soon as you start like going up towards the top of where the enemy would be where like if you're thinking three D yeah you I can see you what won't you mean be touching the creature but all of a sudden like because that it makes the hitbox be like. Or or the bot the body box or the fuck you take damage no matter what yeah. whatever the hell is happening like it goes from like it should be something like maybe like yay big but then it's fucking like not so much it's like it's like a fucking tower yeah. it just yeah. keeps going up and up and up and yeah. like the amount of times where like I'd be standing there in a, a spot that was safe uh, like on a previous path through and then they come like in a different direction and like I touch like the tip of their hair or some bullshit. And I take damage and get knocked back. I'm like, that's... I, I don't understand that, but okay. Whatever. I tell you, man, each boss was almost like, I'm not playing this game anymore. Like, each one, I was like, I get until I got to about, I'd say like the fourth or fifth boss, when I've already beat enough so that I don't want to waste the time I've already got in. The first three, I'm like, I'm just calling Nick now. We're playing something else. Like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Especially, like, I got through the first one. I'm like, fucking finally, right? I got through this bitch. And then you get to these plant bitches where you're like, okay. So I go in. You go into this. Like, I got to tell you about this story, right? Because it, it's, 
<laughs> like, I go into the I'm room with the... I'm laughing because like, I tried like 50 fucking times on those two bitches too. Oh my god, so I go in, right, and you start off in there together, and you could just get so much of their health down, just right off the bat, just boom, 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 boom. I'm like, really? Is the first boss just un- unreasonably hard, and the rest of them are going to be kind of how I expect? You can kind of, you and then, no? Mm-mm. Because you get the first one down, no problem. And then the second one goes full fucking rage monster and decides it's going to murder you and your family. Like, it is the worst. Because it takes long enough to safely beat the first one without taking hits. Then the second one heals back up to full and decides it wants to start the rodeo all over again with, like, four times the ability and twice the speed. That's... That's... It's pretty fucked up. And also... Depending on which one you kill, like, I, I always killed the jumping one first. They didn't shoot anything. I don't know yeah. if it's possible to kill the other one first. Uh, but Yeah, you can kill both of like, them first. I definitely tried. Okay. Because uh, the shooting one, like the thing that sucked about that one the most was that its patterns alternated. So you yeah. can't just stay in, in a safe spot. You have to like move. Mm-hmm. But like the movement's kind of wonky. And then so it would like, randomly jump straight to you. It'll yes. just fucking jump straight to you when you're trying to get from safe point a to same point b because i'd be like running i'd be i memorized it right so i'm like okay now i need to go over here and then i i stop hearing the jumping sound like fuck he's coming for me he's coming for me (laughs) and just come from like thor from the heavens and just right up the bubble man this is the worst man oh my god it was so frustrating and like when i beat like it gets back to my point is when i you finally beat one it wasn't like yeah, it was like fucking finally. God damn, I've put so much of my life into you worthless little fucking thing. It was just, it was, it was stupid, and that that was the thing, right? Is because I, I honestly, I'm telling you, you sit in a corridor in the actual dungeon part, and you're you're killing these spawning monsters. You're getting hits long before they touch you. A fucking boss fight? No, you might, you got to be nuts to butts. For fucking to, to get a hit on a boss with that sword, man. It was stupid. It's nothing in the game prepares you for that. The enemies normally move slowly and mm-hmm. it, like they spawn and then they just kinda creep at you. So you can you can run circles around them, hit them, do whatever the fuck you want. And like occasionally one of them might shoot something and you're like, Oh, okay, this one shoots something. Let me just move and dodge the shot and kill it. Alright, great, no problem. Then you get to a boss fight and you have no idea what the mechanics are gonna be. You die before even learning any of the mechanics the first time, typically. And then you start, like, you're just like, all right, I'm just going to, like, you you get into your head, like, I'm not even going to approach the dude until I know what the fuck he's doing. Mm -hmm. You spend a little bit of time on every uh, next, like, all your other following boss encounters just running away and being like, okay, so this dude does this here, then he does that there. I think I got it. And then you go to fight him and you get your ass, like, killed immediately. And it's like, hmm... Okay. Yes. Let's do that again. Why not? Yeah. But I did like that some of the mechanics for some of the bosses were kind of cool, like having to like get the right color sword to deal damage yeah. to the dragon dude, and then like blowing up, uh, like hacking up the like the meteor rocks and making rocks blow up to hit that one flying bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all kinds of weird stuff. I felt like the final boss was not as kind of anticlimactic. Like, yeah. I'm not as challenging as anything else. Like, I had more trouble with the second fucking boss than I did with the final boss. Oh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. first fucking sure. Like, I'm like, okay. And and part of it might have to do, like, so, you're right. Like, after you get past 
like the first couple bosses, each boss fight, uh, sub, you know, each boss fight you get further in, they get more interesting, really, where there's there's other mechanics in play that have less to do about just fuck you in the butt, and it's more about getting to a point where you need to be when you need to be there and using some other sort of special mechanism to do damage to the boss or what have you, right? They're, they're, because they're introduced a variety and, in, like, sort of more interesting mechanics to it. Um, it's like they, they only had a handful of boss ideas and they didn't want to blow their load real early on with, with interesting mechanics, so they just pitch you against pit fiends and say, fuck off. So It's almost like it's reverse typically how it is, because usually the game, a game will try to pull you in with interesting mechanics, then later on they're just like, I, we don't care anymore, we gotta get this game published, and then they drop the ball and they just they pump yeah, that just, just, rage monster shit at you, but in this they're like, no, we don't want people to play this game. Let, so let just, uh... just just to throw this out there, just so everyone understands, the very first boss, right, You he engages, the first thing you have to do is get the fuck out of his way because he just runs so, like, four times faster than your character ever will in this game, just diagonally in points around the thing, stopping and spewing bullets out, right? That's just, that's the first boss. Like, that's not... Let's teach you how to fight bosses in this game. No, it's not. It's the yeah, worst. You, you go from escorting dudes. Everything is really slow. Like you get, you're kind of just mentally prepared for some slow things to happen. You get into the boss room. There's dialogue, which I wish was fucking skippable because the amount of times I died and then sat there mashing A for like fucking twenty minutes trying to just skip through the dialogue was really shitty. Um, but then you get into the boss fight, and you're like, all right, so it's just going to be like another slow thing. Maybe it's going to like lumber at me, and maybe it'll shoot something, and I'll gotta gotta hit it. No, I think it's the like boss playing a different fucking game. The boss fights would be more interesting if it was slow and it was about moving companions around to take out a big boss. But you go from this slow, methodical, almost tactical, stri- strategic sort of placement game to a uh, a bullet hell. Uh, hack and slash crazy thing. It's just about faces. Whips its fucking diseased dick out and smacks you in the face with it. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not good. Um, so that's, that's essentially, um, why don't you elaborate a little on, like, the affinity crafting system? Do you want to speak any more on that? Because that's really the other half of the game. Yeah. That, um, is kind of interesting, but I'll let you go, go through it. Okay, um, so, kind of like what Brent said before, there's an affinity system. Uh, I'm pretty sure it ranges, uh, yeah, it ranges from negative 100 to positive 100. Um, and as soon, like, it's nothing happens depending on the, the scale, like, of where you're at on positive or negative. It just, all that really matters is whether you're positive or negative. Um, I think. No. Yeah, right? You, get, uh, extra, you get extra stuff yeah, at 100, though. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but essentially... Uh, everybody fucking hates you except the little kid at the very beginning. Uh, and so you spend a lot of time having to, like just park everybody near like a monster spawner and sit there for like a while and just kill monsters. And like maybe one out of every five monsters you kill, like somebody gets an, an affinity point up. Um, and then you, uh, the monsters are also dropping these items called majesties. And there's four varieties, and they you need varying amounts. Uh, with varying people to make varying items. And for the lore, affinities 
uh, react to everybody differently. So everybody requires a different amount of them to craft whatever item you need. And of course, everybody has their own specialties. So one person will be making healing items. Somebody else will be making mines. Somebody else makes bombs. Somebody else makes support items. Um, and I, the only thing I really found myself making was healing items because yep. I really didn't use any of the other shit. Like maybe a lightning thing every once in a while if I wanted to cheese a boss for a little bit. Because uh, like it was up in my face and I just wanted to like, get away what? from it and, and spew like... Uh, like lightning bolts over the ultimately is. though because you lose the buff once you get hit so yeah, ultimately so... you're going to take a hit at some point and then it ends up being an additional frustration to try and keep the lightning thing by doing it all without taking a single hit it just yeah damn. um you I, I would like if you play this i would recommend not trying to farm affinity too much early on because like it feels like every dungeon you're in uh something like there's a fucking trap everywhere and people get split up and then like half the people are like how could you let that happen blah 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 blah. we trusted you and like it's a fuck it's a it's not my fault man it's not my fault and then all their affinity is like negative 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 and then right like you save people and then they're like affinity is like positive 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 and there's no rhyme or reason to it so uh, until near the end like they're the affinity is going to fluctuate like you can get everything positive that way when the negative stuff doesn't affect like it won't really affect you too much, but you have to just, when somebody drops, you just have to go back and farm a little bit and get them back up so you can craft whatever item you want uh, that unlocked at the 100% thing if you want. But, uh, yeah, if somebody gets hit, they lose affinity. If you kill a monster that raises affinity, it's pretty basic. Okay. Uh, people get, like, maybe a max of four items to make. Yeah. Um, you can also... Uh, this is divergent from Affinity, but there is a way to level up your gear, sort of. Uh, like you don't buy any items, you don't buy any new equipment, anything like that, but you find material items. And the Blacksmith uh, NPC, you can talk to him, and over the course of the game, you gradually unlock the ability to uh, upgrade your stuff more. And so you go talk to him, he'll upgrade your weapon and armor, depending on if the character has the ability to use weapons, uh, to raise your stats a little bit more, so hopefully people won't die. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we've said a lot so far. Do you have any uh, things you liked about gameplay at all? Uh, I liked that the puzzles, at least they made me think occasionally. Um, like, there's a lot of math almost, Like, because every character has a, a certain amount of weight, and some of the uh, like pressure switches would only take a certain amount of weight on them, so you have to like kind of figure out who you can stick where and uh, who needs to go somewhere else and then uh, kind of figure that out yourself and get to the puzzles that way. Uh, I liked some of the boss fights. I hated other fucking boss fights, so that was kind of a mixed bag there. Um, I liked that at the end of the game, like everybody that is capable of fighting like kind of takes on their own boss. Uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Um, but otherwise, the pathing for the caterpillar characters, like uh, not the characters that you're you're making escort around. Like when you save somebody, they they follow behind you just like Ivy. Uh, fucking blows when you turn a corner too sharp. Um, like I wish they would have had something. Like I feel like a lot of games have. Like I felt like it was built into engines. Like where you walk along an edge, you just keep moving that direction. You don't just fucking stop. Uh, that should have been revised, in my opinion. Um, the fact that 
when you sit an NPC somewhere, they don't do anything. Fucking sucked. So like they they should have done something. Like you give them items and they'll waste the item away. If you give them an attack item like shake or whatever, they'll shake the screen, kill a monster, and then another one will spawn. You're like, wait, fucking go. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it for me. Um. I'm with you. I enjoy the um, puzzle aspect of it. Like, a lot of that got to be more interesting um, as the game progressed. Uh, I like the idea here, right? Where you've you've got this group of otherwise helpless individuals, but together they make a a force to be reckoned with, right? But the thing is, like other games that have the same same concept, do it better. Like a like a Lemmings or a or a Pikmin. Um, these other games where you're you're navigating a group of lessers to accomplish a task, do it more interesting now or better now. Those don't you don't have this tiered named grouped thing going on, which I appreciate. Where each person has a character and all these other things. I just think in a game that's about all these choices and having all these individuals, there's not enough sort of customizability in it. Like you, like you said, you can't tell them when to use an item. You can't uh, tell them when just to fuck the run away or when to fight or defend themselves. So you end up just trying to stack healing items on them so that you know they're going to be there a while so they can just keep healing themselves so you get there and if you ask me that's not particularly compelling gameplay um neither is getting my face kicked in by bosses all that said and i will come back to this on overall experience i am happy i played this game right this is probably the most challenging game i've beat in a while um i really had to like hone in on some lost uh, like, like focus in, not multitask. Because a lot of my gaming I do is multitasking. Like I'm doing more than one thing when I'm playing a game, and um, it just it, it was it was a it was a game experience I haven't done in a while, and that is for a reason. Okay, like I can't do a lot of stuff like this because I get I get frustrated. So it's frustrating. It's interesting. It's kind of shitty. So, if you're going to rate gameplay, what are you going to give it? Um, I'd probably give it a two and a half. Two and a half? All right. I'm just giving it a two. Uh, you know, it's not the worst. There is gameplay. There's aspects of that gameplay. It's just a lot of it's, it's either done strangely or not well, in my opinion. So, we're going to go ahead and take a musical break. My first choice, because I got choice one, you know me and themes. This is the title theme. Starts with a little fanfare, and then it goes into, like, you know, your, your, you know, adventurous sort of thing. So we're going to listen to a little bit of that, and when we come back, we're going to talk story. That's not it. Where's my thing? There it is. <laughs>
So, story. Nick, why don't you give us a rundown of the plot in this dandy little title. Okay. Um, so essentially, uh, we're introduced to the world. Uh, not really given much backstory. Uh, kind of find out that um, there are these other beings known as SEMA um, that have been causing a lot of chaos and destruction uh, within the world. Um, there are these people known as Gate Guardians that have kind of uh, banded up to in order to protect uh, people from the SEMA uh, because the SEMA like to take people, uh, send them to a, an alternate dimension kind of thing, and run them, them through these dungeons uh, with the uh, goal of draining them of like their hope and despair, which is kind of how it's ex explained in the game. Um, so uh, when the game starts, the group of people that you are with are on a train heading towards this new frontier. Uh, this, uh, as it's explained, at least what, what the vibes I got, that nobody's living there. There's nothing out there. Uh, these people are new settlers. They're gonna go out there and kind of. Uh, like maybe there's a town built, like empty houses are going to go populate the place. Um, because of this, they are leaving a city which is heavily protected. They need gate guardians in case a SEMA uh, attacks, and so they can get out of the dungeon safely and get to their destination. So, uh, right on schedule, a dimensional gate thing opens up. Uh, the train that you're in goes into the gate. The leader of the group, his name is Jester, uh, is an experienced veteran gate guardian. He kind of leads everybody through. He's with Ark and Ivy, who are new recruits, uh, kind of training them on the job, uh, trying to show them how everything works. And the thing he always stresses is uh, you have to protect people. And so uh, from pretty much from the get-go, that's established as the theme of the game, where you have to protect everybody. Um, so... Uh, you kind of work your way through the first dungeon that you get uh, stuck into, which is a really, really simple thing. You learn all the basic mechanics. Uh, then you get to the boss room, and the final boss shows up. He kills Jester, and the dungeon falls apart. Everybody gets separated. Uh, Ark and I get, kind of get sent to this hub where the train is. And uh, that hub is from where you kind of go back to it after every dungeon. You go to a new dungeon, go back to the hub, etc. Um, and you work your way through the dungeons, each dungeon typically finding one person, adding them to your retinue, uh, protecting them, getting through the dungeon, going back to the beginning. Um, at the bottom of each dungeon, you find a uh, different member of the, I think it's Crimson Nine, if I'm remembering properly, uh, which are like the nine top SEMA people, uh, monsters, aliens, whatever the hell they are. Um, and none of them really seem to take anything seriously. Um, like the first couple you fight, joke around, and they did the typical, like, oh, you, you beat my creation, I'm running away thing, now thing. Um, keep on going through, then you finally get to the end. And, uh, like, then they drop, like, there's really sparse story, like, you're just going through dungeons. There's a lot of character development, uh, like, a lot of conversation, interaction between all the characters, kind of... I feel like that's the best part of the, the story because you kind of get an understanding of motivations of everybody. Like you learn that one person 
was it involved in a, a SEMA attack 20 years earlier and their daughter died, so they that's why they fucking hate all the gate guardians. Um, stuff like that. And eventually you get to the end of the game. Uh, you get to the final guy, boss guy, and that's when they drop all the plot, pretty much. So essentially, um, the these particular SEMA guys, the Crimson Nine, aren't looking to feed off of the hope and emotions of the people that they've captured. They are actually looking for the plug. What the plug is, is uh, apparently two people or a group of people or a singular person that uh, responds well to uh, specific rare types of majesties. Um, and using the goal for them to, is using the majesties to and the plugs to create something called the singularity, uh, which is essentially uh, merging all of the mass in the world into one point and killing everything. Um, it's obviously uh, Ark and crew aren't really happy with that. So they're like, oh, we're just going to fight. We're not going to give up. Um, Ark can't actually hurt the dude. So Ivy uh, says, like, just walks up to the guy and says something like, um, these humans don't deserve to die. They are great. And I'm going to, if they're, uh, oh yeah, the, the two kids were willing to sacrifice themselves because they were going to react with the majesties and blow it up. And they were, that's how they're going to kill the boss. But everybody's like, no, no, no. We made it to the end. Don't do that. We don't want you to die. Please don't do that. So then Ivy steps forward and she's like, well, the, these two humans were willing to give up their lives. Uh, I guess I'll, I gotta be willing to give up my life. And she turns into a fucking sword. As far as I can tell, you are given no clue up until this point in the game that Ivy is actually Seema. Did you fucking have any idea this was gonna happen, Brent? No. I Okay. I, I yeah. No, it was it was okay sure why not yeah like that's we need a macguffin here's a macguffin so uh because like she acts human the whole fuck time everybody teach her as human and all of a sudden she is a sema who could turn herself into a sword and the sword is able to hurt the pike the the evil head sema guy so arc fights him everybody is the, he saves the day? Everybody leaves the dungeon. Ivy's hurt really bad. I don't. It's not really explained why. I'm assuming because she's a fucking sword and Ark just beat yeah, beat the else shit. with her. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> like, so like she's like she kind of reverts back from a sword form into human form, and she's all bleed up and bloody. And everybody's like, "Oh, she's gonna die." The doctor's like, uh, I, "I might be able to save her if we get out of the dungeon in time." So everybody rushes to get out of the dungeon, uh, and then Q. Uh, epilogue where she wakes up in a bed uh, Ark's like yeah, we saved everybody, everybody's happy uh, she's like great but I don't want to say goodbye to anybody, we gotta go back to work um, then they get on the train as they're leaving to go back uh, to where the city they came from, everybody uh, is kind of out there waving goodbye and saying oh y'all you good guardians weren't so bad after all kind of thing, that, that's it yeah and one of them is a SEMA so figured yeah it's, it's like Okay. <clears throat> so, here's the deal, right? You're right. There's literally no story after the first 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, until the last 
little bit. The rest, everything in the middle is character interaction and character growth and whatever. You said it was the best part. But again, I think we're polishing turds there because a lot of these people, so many of them, are so fucking trifling, right? Like, how are you going to be so blatantly just the worst to the only person that is getting anyone out of anywhere? You were, you were fucked. You were sitting around being fucked until Ark shows up and you just want to be like, nah, man, go away. This is all your fault. Like, and then, all right. So I get it. That's not everybody, though. I, it's, not, not everybody. it's not. It's not everybody, but it's most people. It's and, the fucking. Guy, it's the main. And, the guys who are like, oh, I'm too macho for this, or the old guy. I, like, I was. It's yeah. Okay, I get like all the dudes got to be Mister Man, and all the ladies got to be Miss Lady. All right, and I just anytime Ivy opened her fucking mouth, she is the most basic bitch on the planet if I was Ark I would have murdered her face like she is well, the then, most then everybody would have died right? she is the most pestering nagging fucking cunt of a person like she does nothing she is until the very end of the game she's just there just fucking there to piss me off for all reasons just can't can't walk around a corner? No, that's fucking Ivy. Just can't do anything right. That's fucking Ivy. All right? But yet she wants to tell me I'm the worst? Who wants to tell me I'm the worst for fucking 16 hours? No, fuck you. You're the worst, Ivy. You're the worst. Okay? So th- there was... I think you're letting the gameplay color the story, Brent. Come on. No, I'm talking about the words out of her mouth. The dialogue. Like, I got so I know. I know, tired saying, like... of... All right, so... Get this. They have introduced to me in the first 20 minutes a cool world. All right, like we're talking Wild West kind of, you know, we're going to new places and setting up new frontier villages and all this shit. And what, there's like portal hopping alien creatures? I'm in, right? I am fucking in. Like, you, I want more of this. Show me all of this, right? I want to come out of a portal in a desert somewhere in the Wild West and there be a cowboy. Like, I just want a cowboy SEMA. Right? Give me this thing that you're giving me, right? But no. You get 20 minutes of it, and then you get generic theme dungeon after generic theme dungeon where they spend fucking 20 minutes of dialogue in between and in the middle for nothing. For nothing. Like, they just, they're, they're talking, accomplishes nothing other than him getting to know these however many fuckos that you're rescuing and you got to guide around and that there are. That's all you're learning. And some of them aren't interesting. Well, granted, there's a handful that are interesting. Some of them, they're not interesting. And I don't care. I don't. I want more about the world and about the SEMA and about Ark and about Jester and about fucking Pike. And, like, I want origin stories for all these, these weird villains. Like, we're fighting the fucking Seven Deadly Sins from Full Metal Alchemist almost. They all got their own little theme thing going on and you tell me nothing about them. You just make me show up, get brutally face-fucked for 30 minutes, and then move on to listen to why 
so-and-so likes to cry and wet the bed at night. I don't give a fuck. You're not telling me anything interesting. It was so incredibly tedious and boring at every fucking step of the way. If you say so, I, re- I personally liked the, the character interactions a lot. <laughs> I liked getting to know the characters and their motivations and all that stuff. And I think so far on this show, I have proven time and time again to also be into that. I am into the little interpersonal stories and the character building. But in this condensed sort of thing, I found that it did not matter. I didn't, I, did, I, I just, I don't know if they weren't interesting enough for me or like Uh-oh. they were they were too cut out of the same mold like i don't know what it was like i it just was not compelling and the first one you give me is little bitch boy followed by fucking cuntosaurus rex mcgee like you didn't give like you could have just started with the worst two just people i don't i don't want to read their dialogue every dungeon for the rest of my life i really don't Well, I'm sorry you feel that way, Brent. <laughs> I did. I fucking did. I seriously think you, your annoyance of the, the gameplay colored your uh, you perception can... of the, the dialogue. Because I feel like you were getting annoyed and frustrated with having to escort everybody, shit getting stuck, and then you got to stop and listen to the, like, just skip through fucking dialogue. It's apparently you, were, you didn't care enough to read uh, certain characters' information. Okay. It's like I just want to get fucking done with this. It's, it was the, the same cycle. Like, it was the same cycle. It was. It was. We we hate you. We hate this. We're trying to protect you. Everything's gonna be okay. Reasons. 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 Hooray! It's all gonna be okay. It was the same fucking cycle, man. <laughs> like. All right. I I don't know, man. It just wasn't for me. And if it, I don't know. It could have been. It could have been my experience coloring, which happens. But we all remember how salty I was on FF15, and I liked all the little interpersonal shit between the dude bros in that game. Like, I. All right, fair enough. You have a good point. So, what else you got to say about story? You got anything you want to add? Maybe you should. You, anything else there? Not really. I mean, I feel like I explained it enough. Yeah. No. I mean, that's basically it. There's. There's not. I don't know, they could have had such a cool world if they just spent more time world building. I think that's all it needed. And it, it, unfortunately, it just falls into that, you know, generic, just that theme dungeon hopping that doesn't lend itself to a compelling storytelling um, experience. I think they could have laid that out maybe a little better and not just made it hub to theme, theme world. Like, I mean, that's basically it, what it is. I mean, it's the forest in Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, now you're going to go in the Easter door. Now you're going to go in the fucking Christmas door. And if you fucking move that mic again, I'm going to murder you or whatever you're doing. So, um, that's that's basically how I felt. So, yeah, just go ahead and give it a score. Um, I, I will give it a three. I'm going to give it a one and a half. No, I'm kidding. I'll give it a two. That's just where I'm at. I mean, I just... There was... There's substance there. It's not... It just wasn't exciting for me, man. It just wasn't enough to... To to pull me forward. Like, this is the first game in a while that the end of the game is what draw, draw me forward. Like, I just... Because I just knew we were moving on to better things. And, like, you're right. Like, the dungeons are exciting and everything else is 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 
it is what it is, man. So I'm gonna give it a two. Um, All right. That's just, where, that's just yeah. I'm gonna be salty about it. I'm just, look. <laughs> This, I'm giving. No, it's it's all right, man. It's just it's it's they could have. You and are never gonna play games that I recommend, and that's fine. that's probably true. That's probably. And I true. I feel like I I had a feeling that you had with Final Fantasy Tactics Advance towards this game because I played it the one time when I was much younger. It was like like 14 years ago. Um, and I I remember liking it a lot and. No, maybe not so much. So that's my fault. But Brain Lord I still like a lot, so yes. I mean, I don't know if I would have liked this when I was younger. Like, I get, I guess I can see kind of the appeal, right? I, I, I guess I can to, to a younger Nick, maybe. I just, there's a lot of stuff going on here that, uh, I don't know, man. It, I was, in like, every, the pitch you gave to me on it, I was I was down and you know I got into him like escort quest the game. Hmm. We'll see. And then I was like maybe it's not going to be this bad. Oh boy. It was this bad. So <clears throat> that's that's basically it. Um So we're up for an, another musical break. Um So why don't you hit us up with your second or your first choice. It's their second break, but it's your choice. So all right. Um, hello, Mr. Train. The, it's uh, Pratchel host. host. 82 episodes and counting, and he hasn't missed one. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, but uh, he had a call out on the Discord the other day. Or, uh, oh, he or did? The last time he did. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Anderson had a call out for the train. Oh, I missed it. My bad. Yeah. Um, so the song that I'm picking is called Snow Dungeon. It's essentially every snow-themed level has a song in it. Um, I'm picking it because it was probably my favorite track of the game. Uh, it's got this, like, uh, plotting, I don't know, like a kind of, like, morose sound to it. Um, I don't know, I just really enjoyed it a lot, so... All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and play that. We're listening to that, and we come back. We're going to talk about visuals and music. You said snow theme, snow dungeon, play it.
I can tell you, listening to that, um, they they definitely have that that, that little reoccurring theme in each of these pieces, don't you? Yeah, it sounded right. uh, wintry, snow like to me. So. Eh, whatever. No, I mean it's cool. It's cool. All right, so visuals, Nick. Um, it is a Game Boy Advance game, uh, so there's you know that's they to be considered. Reminded me of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, sort of. A little bit, I could see that. I can see that. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the character designs—they're all right, I guess. Um, it's 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 nothing here that's super impressive to me, um, especially seeing how much a lot of the assets are reused. Uh, you know, each. The each thematic dungeon was plenty thematic, I guess. Um, even though the monsters just end up recolored, the individual little character designs and each of the SEMA designs, as far as like the lead SEMA, um, are all unique and interesting, I guess. But other than that, that's really the only, that's really the only wealth this game has as far as um interesting visuals and that's really the character designs now not all of your little followers are that interesting some of them more than others um but certainly the um would you, what are they the scarlet uh i think it's crimson nine crimson nine i was in the right color field crimson yes. nine um all look really cool until they change, and then that's they become less impressive in some cases. Um, but hey, most cases, do. most cases, yeah, because you they end up shrinking those sprites and using them elsewhere. So, what do you guys say about visuals? Uh, I'm kind of with you. The, the the character designs are definitely the best thing. Uh, the dungeons looked good enough uh, to my eyes. Like, there's nothing bad about the look of them. It was just too much of the same, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like all the tile sets, like had like <sighs> this is your, your floor spot, this is whatever, and it's just that's all you see. Because uh, there's a a lot of uh, black where the pits are, um, and you're really only just walking along paths for the most part. Uh, the monster designs, they were definitely alien. To me, like a lot of the shit, I'm like, I'm not even sure what that is that I'm looking at. Is that like some kind of mutant dog thing? Is this a fish that I'm killing now? It's spitting shit at me. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Um, the boss designs were very hit or miss. Some I thought looked okay, then others I'm like, somebody should have got fired for this. Like, what the fuck is this that I'm fighting? Um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, there's not a not a lot of uh there really so uh i guess it's just knock it out i mean is there anything that that work uh, you want to do work for you did let's not skip that let's just talk, let's score it right let's score it uh, well yeah let's say we didn't do work for you didn't work for you on story so why, uh, why not well i think it? we covered story fine i, I didn't feel necessary yeah. um well probably we covered visuals fine yeah so uh i guess i'll give the visuals a two and a half like it's not the worst I mean, what did I give Tactics Advance? I don't know, maybe a three or four. Or three yeah, or some shit. I don't yeah know. so I'll give it like, 
I'm just gonna stick to my I'm gonna stick to my guns with a two. Okay. Two guns, right? Two guns. All right. Sorry, that was stupid. All right. Uh, what do you got? I think I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Because I liked I liked everything well enough. That it was just uh, nothing blew me away, and there was a lot of repetition. Like, but I didn't see anything like really bad except for some of the like boss designs. I thought were fucking stupid, but for the most part, it was uh, an average looking game. Yeah. Um. All right. So as far as music goes, uh, again, GBA limited, but a lot of it's repetitive. Like they do have that that melody we heard in that um, the Snow Dungeon we just listened to, and if you go back and if you hear the title theme again, that melody's in there. Um, it's, it's so it's a lot of repeating, <clears throat> and I honestly couldn't tell you too many tracks from this game there aren't many but it's also wasn't particularly exciting uh it's it's kind of it's got this weird twang that they use on some of these these this these these tracks that just doesn't work for me um especially on original hardware it does not sound good uh you know people like to call the genesis quote-unquote farty this was really tinny and kind of uh Generic at best. There's some tracks that are okay, um, that are interesting to listen to, but for the most part, I just didn't care. Um, I'd listen to a a zone long enough to 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 sort of judge it and then turn the music down on my my Game Boy. So that's where I'm at. Where are you at on music, Nick? Uh, I'd say it's largely forgettable. Nothing really special. Like you said, really repetitive, uh, which I guess. It's the theme of the game, repetition. Uh, I thought the sound effects were okay, too. But uh, hearing people scream multiple times in the span of like 10 seconds over and over again kind of sucked. And whoever in the history... I want to find the person, the first person in a video game ever, to decide that when something was low on health, they were going to turn the volume down for everything else so you could just hear the beep or the ping 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 like i'm fucking waiting on an elevator or something like i don't understand why that's a thing and it's super annoying like i know the dude's low on health i get it i know if i if i can't if i can't take in that someone is low on health i shouldn't i'm not gonna beat this game like if i'm not that visually and in like aware that someone's dying, then I'm not going to beat this game. Like, I'm just not going to beat it. So why? Why? It's just, it's just reinforce, reinforcing that there's dying, I guess. Who well, knows? It, it doesn't really matter for Ark because by the time you're, you're low enough on health, when you're fighting a boss, you're about to die another fucking five seconds anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, mean, I like some of the songs, but the rest of them I can't really remember. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So uh, I'll score it. I'll give it a two. Give it a two. Well, how'd I know? <laughs> give it a two. Uh, I'd probably give it a two and a half. Two and a half? That half yeah. point, man. That's too much. The half point for me is for the two songs that I picked for the breaks. That should be the whole point that got 
that should be the two half points that get you above one. Well, no, because I didn't like, like, I didn't, did that not like the songs. I, I never had to turn it off like you do. Like, you, who, who else was on a show we were on? We're like, oh, yeah, I listened to a song enough, then I turned off the volume and put my own shit on. This is the first like, time I've done that for this show. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have to do it. I thought, like, it was listenable, uh, but it's not memorable. So All right. That's why it's getting a two and a half. Works for me. All right. So, two and a half out of two. All right. Um, who's on the next musical break? Me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what do I got here? I have. Oh, oh, oh. Lonely space. Now, this is the track they play in your little train hub, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's probably the only track I kind of liked. I kind of thought was catchy enough to kind of hum along to because you walk around out there enough. Um, it's kind of it's kind of chill, and it's not overly. Uh, it doesn't try and get overly loud or rambunctious, so it comes across the hardware just fine. Everything, it sounds good. So we'll listen to that real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk overall experience and replayability. experience replayability so overall experience it's like i say every time it's expectations versus reality type thing how i think i was going to feel as i was playing the game and how to feel after i was playing it so you know contrary to what the comments over the past however many days or week have been month <clears throat> month i i take uh nick's game recommendations very highly if Nick recommends a game to me, I'm very likely to at least attempt to play it. Okay, that's that's true. And for the most part, I enjoy Nick's tastes in games. So, that being said, I'm like, alright, he really fought for SEMA uh, when we were choosing, so it must be something at least unique. And that's not wrong. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's not wrong. It's been an interesting game to talk about, and I had uh, a lot of opinions on this game. Uh, <clears throat> you said those are your favorite kind of show to do. It is, and I think this has been a fun show to record, other than starting late and having all the technical difficulties we had. But 
So, as I was saying, you're playing it, and I'm like, oh, man. This can't be Escort Quest the game. And then it was Escort Quest the game. And then I was like, well, this can't be as bad. That can't be that bad. they got to be doing something interesting, or else this wouldn't even made it on anybody's radar anywhere to... to this would be just be whatever. If it if it stays this course, this would be quest sixty four level garbage. So granted, it brought itself out of the dumpster fire that is uh, quest sixty four level garbage, but barely. It's still it's still enough to keep that grease hot. So, uh, you know, it does some interesting stuff. Like I said, the the world was cool. Uh, this 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 whole concept was fine. And it was, you know, it was a challenge to say the least, and it was one that uh, was interesting enough that it's not often that I go about and fight through the frustration to beat a game like this. Okay, so it gave me the opportunity to do that when I haven't done it in a while. So, coming out, I recommend everyone just give it a try right like and go past that initial super slow intro because that intro is so slow when you're moving everyone around and there's not a whole lot going on there the first few dungeons are actually kind of fun because they're not overly difficult they're not overly taxing with the huge collection of people yet you only got a few and you're kind of juggling some interesting um you know puzzles there without it being overly difficult or frustrating. Now, the bosses, if you're the... See, there's different types of people, right? There are going to be types of people that like that challenge and feel rewarded when they beat it. To me, there's like a level in there where I like... you know Something is challenging and I beat it and I feel good about it or I beat it and I don't feel good about it. And I don't know what the line of delineation is. I don't know at what point something no longer feels rewarding. Um, I don't know if it has to do with time spent... The nature in which you get better. I don't know what which one of these things in there that that makes me feel good after I beat something difficult or after I feel sort of just relieved that it's over or even just pissed off that I wasted my time. Um, this is the latter, right? Like I'm not. I didn't beat it. I didn't beat bosses and feel super excited about it. But there are likely people out there that will feel um, reward in that. Now. Those are the same people that probably don't enjoy the tedium of managing and moving all these people around. So it's kind of this weird juxtaposition of gameplay styles in one game. That's what makes it so unique. And I think it stands apart. Like, if you pull this off a shelf, right, you are not going, even in a huge game collection, you're not going to be able to point a finger at anything else like it. I think it's super cool in that regard. So... Again, I've been shitty on it. I've I've spoke my piece on how much I've disliked it, but I think it's a cool game. All right, is that is that makes sense? Um, I think there's people out there with that would enjoy this game. Probably not me. Definitely not C Tan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh. you know, overall experience, I'm gonna give it a three. I mean, it was it wasn't the worst thing I've done to myself for this show. And it's definitely, you know, it's all right. It's okay. Overall. Okay. Well, that's fair. I will also give it a three. And that's because uh, I kind of agree with what you say. It's uh, 
definitely two different games almost that they kind of smash into one. And uh, it definitely doesn't hold up uh, like I thought it did. Um, but I did not hate myself for playing it again. I actually enjoyed it. And see, here's here's it's the thing. Not, it's just not as fun as I remember it was. Here's the thing, right? If those bosses had not been so brutally hard, then I would have forgiven a lot of the frustration in the pathing and the moving around of the dungeons. I would have come off much warmer on this game than I did. It still has huge glaring faults, mind you, but if I didn't go from this, like, uh, sort of frustration at, like, slow pacing to frustration at fast pacing within minutes, then I probably would have been warmer on it. Like, if there there had just been some sort of transition... Maybe make the bosses easier, make the bosses more of a, you know, a strategic thing involving your people. I don't know what they could have done there. But, um, yeah, no, I think I'd have came off warmer on it if, you know, it hadn't been these two things done so weirdly to me. I can understand that. The bosses were definitely something else. But the weird thing I thought found about them was like there would be bosses that would whip my ass like twenty times, and then the next boss I killed them first try. And I'm like I don't understand. I'm not getting any better because the next boss I died again. So it's just I guess maybe maybe they added a couple that were not as bad to kind of uh, trick you into thinking that the rest of the game is getting easier again or whatever. I don't know, but. It was definitely an experience, and uh, I, I'm glad you didn't quit. Well, and that's into it. and that's why I give it a three instead of a two, because it is an experience. Like you're not gonna do this anywhere else, right? Like it's just so weird. It's so weird. So uh, yeah, play it. Like if on the on the like buy it, borrow it, you know, rent it, steal it kind of scale. Like you could buy it. It's not an expensive game. Like I think it's. You know what? I, I I couldn't have spent more than fifteen dollars on it, and uh, I feel like I, I got my, my money's worth out of it. C Tan said he spent like seventeen on or something. That's probably the worst fifteen minutes he's ever spent money on. No, I think I think he was worth the. I don't know. I feel like he <clears> needs. <throat> to... This is if you listen to the C Tan, I feel like you need to play it past whatever the fuck you got stuck at. Like I know we have occasionally very very opposed, strongly opposed opinions about things. But, personally, I don't understand how you could say something Well, I can tell. garbage without having actually played the game. Like, because you're 15 minutes in, you haven't actually played the game yet. Alright, so I think the distinction there is whether just outright calling something garbage or saying it's not for you. Like, and I think that's, I mean, we've done, I've done that. Just call something trash because it's just not for me. When I mean, it's just not for me. Like, I'll know within 20, 30 minutes if a game's for me or not. Like, if I'm not, if I'm not interested to play it, then it's not for me. Now, that probably doesn't give me the right to call it trash. That's specifically one of the reasons we're doing this show. But at the same time, like, I understand where that comes from. Like, 15 minutes into this game, I didn't want to fucking play another goddamn minute of it. But, 
I stuck it out. I'm probably warmer after beating it than I was after the first hour. Because um, I was frothing after that. Like, when I got to that first boss boss fight, you can ask Brittany. <laughs> like, I was down there. I was like, this fucking piece of shit. God damn it. What does Nick have me playing? Motherfucker. Oh, God damn Like, I was just this tirade of just m- anger. I was just so mad. Because I just, everything I did, I was just, I was just not having I was not in it but you know it 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 was a get good and I got good and I beat it so I probably I I don't want to do this too many more times so um well I don't think any game we have coming up in the next year is going to be anywhere close to this level I think Kingsfield's kind of difficult if I remember correctly I know two is I don't remember how the first one is well, I'm sure there's nothing in there that's gonna fucking speed bullets around you and dash uh, yeah, you the speed of light. That's true. Uh, at least, you at least have you, you could blame dying on that, like lack of maybe situational situational awareness and lack of preparedness, but definitely not like lack of game being a bullshit. Okay, so interesting story. Before we move into replayability, right? I hate to derail a review for a story like this, but I put in of all things, so. Those PlayStation 1, um, like, early 3D games where just out of necessity, like, where you were would just be dark. Like, you couldn't see very far because they couldn't render it that far. So an example of that is the first Tomb Raider game, okay? Like, in you're supposed to be underground in caves and stuff, but even when you're outside, the draw distance isn't that, that far because they, they can't. Um, and these types of games, when I was young, used to scare the shit out of me. Because I'm I'm easy I'm easily afraid, okay. That just happens. All right. Nick's heard me scream like a little girl. It happens. All right. I get scared. It scares so, shit out of me. <laughs> so, um, I was playing. I, I just put it in because I was I was kind of organizing games around and finding out what I need to get cases for and doing all this. I'm like, I'll just put it in Tomb Raider. I'm gonna see because I know I gotta play Kingsfield this year. I'm like, where am I at on a scale from one to ten as far as if this shit still bothers me. And I played for a while. Didn't bother me. But then I turned a corner and fucking wolves jumped. I about shit my pants. I'm like, God damn it. Kingsfield's going to be a good one in live stream, Brent. People are going to watch you jump. They're yeah. going to watch you scream. It's going to be great. It'll be good times. Look at the, the next YouTube hit. Because everybody no. loves people uh, screaming. No, I hope I don't. I, I, hope, I, hope I, I hope I don't. But... Um, it wasn't as bad as I was when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, like I would get to the point where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going down there. I can't see what's down there, and I was bad. Damn. So, hey, what you gonna do? All right, so time for Nick's favorite category: replayability. I'll start us off. This game isn't very replayable. It's the same. It's gonna be the same exact experience from get to go. Even when it comes to the boss fights, I think once you have a strategy that works, that's going to be about the only strategy that works for you time and time and even again. then, it, it'll only work like 10% of the time. Yeah, so I'm giving it a one. Replayability, where you at? Wow, I think this is a a record, like a like a new, a new moment for the show. Brent's never given anything a one replayability, I don't think. Have you? No. No, you no, That's because what... because my whole premise on recommending this game to anybody is to play it once. Yeah. Do not play it a second time. Why would you do that? 
don't know. I, I, I played it the second time well enough to got through it. But uh, how but... many years apart? Like, tons of years apart. It's like 14 or some shit. So, like, I, I mean, I guess, I, I, I guess on that level, like, that's long enough to forget, you know, the puzzles and how the bosses work. Like, once you've forgotten all that, I guess, maybe... But this, I'm scarred on like a deep level now, so I'll probably never. It's fucked your soul. You never, yeah, it'll never be the same. But I I, I'll also give it a one because, it, like you said, you've played the game once and that's it. And I say that a lot of games, but it's not as true for anything else as it is for this. Because you literally, you can't recruit the characters in any different order. You are pretty much limited in your item selection. Uh, the monsters are all the same. The puzzles are all the same. I don't think you even get a different ending based on your affinity with your followers, do you? No, you don't. No, everybody loves you at the end because you save their lives, no matter what. I feel like you could, like, have everybody hate you somehow, like max, like negative one hundreds across the board, and it'd still be like, oh, we don't care that you're Sema. Everything's great. Thanks for getting us to this town. We love you. So. so. Not replayable. Don't replay it. All right. So we're going to take our last musical break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap it up. Um, talk about what's coming up. Got a programming note or two. And then we'll wrap it up. That's the that's the plan, right? So um, what is your final? Well, the, the track that I'm selecting is called The Final Decisive Battle. And I think it's played twice. It's played in... White uh, Pike at the end of the game, but then also I think it's played at the very beginning of the game during the first cutscene you get, uh, where Jester and his boss are walking around talking about the next job Jester's got to do and all this kind of shit. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I think when I first heard it, I really really liked it. It's not my favorite. Snow Dungeon's my favorite, but uh, this is my second. Well. Like, it was hard. I, obviously, this is my second favorite, but it was, like, tied between and then another song, I think, like, Challenge of... I can't remember the guy's name, but it starts with an S, but it's one of the uh, the Crimson 90 fight. Uh, but when you're fighting him, he gets this, like, really kind of Nick kind of music, fast-paced thing. Uh, driving really tempo like. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so... All right, cool beans. Well, let's listen to it, and, uh, yep, we'll do a thing. Let's turn that up, shall we? You broke it. I did break it. Oh, I see what you're doing. Well, I'll put that one in in post. No, I won't. Hit that back up. All right. Did it work or what's that one? It
All right. Well, I really like that one. That one's pretty rad. I like how it um early on it's I don't know the musical terms, but it goes up the section of notes and it comes right back down the same section of notes, but in reverse order. I forget what that's called. I, is that arpeggio? Maybe. But it's doing that at the beginning, and then about a minute, it changes. It changes its focus and kind of slows down, um, and it's more uh, dramatic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really like that choice. That was a good one. Um, so, yeah, no. Um, first, I guess we got a programming note. Now that the review's basically done, we are switching the review orders for Willow and Soikin Three because Soikin Three, as we all know, is the fourteen thousand hour game. Willows. I'm sitting at like six hours now, and I still have Hugo Chapter One because I'm just fucking around. Yeah, well, that's what you do. Yeah. Um. So, what I'm basically gonna do is I'm gonna keep streaming three. Um. I'm hoping to clear up some more time. We've had a lot going on the past couple weeks. Um. Again, I'm not gonna stream everything, but I'm gonna stream as much as I can. Uh. That's pretty much guaranteed Thursday nights. At between 8 and 9 depending on um, when we can get the baby down or whatever so that should be a consistent at least Thursday nights you can count on me being online and streaming for an hour or so hopefully I can get to doing it longer it's just right now um, transitioning positions at work I'm super tired at the end of the day so I can't really stay up till 11 o'clock 12 o'clock like I can um, nights where I'm not, not at work so it's just that's all gonna get better over the next so long. Uh, then you know, like I said, we get right up to the time to to review Willow. I'll knock that out in three or four days. Then go back to streaming on the so I get in three. Um, that's as far as I got on that. What is so our next that makes our next review Willow? Our next non-review I think is another trivia episode with Anderson and Josh. I think we're presenting this time. I'm going to get up with them, make sure they're still on board and have that ready uh, in two weeks' time. Um, what else is there? We do have a Facebook page now. I don't think we've talked about it on the show. That's the RPG show on Facebook if you do the Facebook thing. and I don't know why you wouldn't want to be on the Discord. You should be there. We got a new, we got a new Discord resident. We did get one for sure. Um, the first new one in like what six seven months <laughs> no I mean we've had people come in like not stay so I think we've got a few creepers that I've seen like new people add the discord and then never say anything so uh, yeah. whatever go figure um ah, man what else do I got I knew I had something else before we went we came into this and I hate bringing it down just by stammering over what I wanted to talk about but um I think for now, for the most part, um, you can pretty much guarantee show recordings Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If that doesn't work for you guys, well, I don't know when else we'd do it. Kind of, It's kind of where we're stuck at for now until your yeah. shift changes. Well, I mean, it could be any day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday is tricky for me. Because once my shift changes, it'll have to be in the morning. Or yeah, something. that's going to be real interesting. Well, because, I mean, we could try to do it, like, mid-afternoon, but I'd like to be able to sleep. No, I'm well, with no. you. No, I mean, I could do more. Well, actually, no, the, the days could stay the same. It would just be, like, we do it anytime, because I'd be off these days still. Oh. Unless I get put on, like, 
second shift. Well, I don't like, want to mess up your sleep schedule too much. Well, I, you're going to do that yourself, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. We, we, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I'm not... <laughs> sleep? What the fuck is that? Uh, come on. You're sleeping on the stream, man. Yeah, so, uh, sleeping. Well, I, didn't, I woke up early today. That's my... Oh, yeah, me too. I got about 5 a.m. on my day off. I didn't go to bed till like 2 last night. That was the problem. That's what's kicking my ass. Probably. I'd yeah. say so. So, um, then it's just, oh, God, just being alone. And so, Brittany can't do a lot uh, right now without it really kicking her ass. And it's just like, if I am, when, when she's here, when it's both of us, then at least I got her as like a pair of eyes on what the baby's doing. And she can, you know, raise her voice and yell at her to do something if need be. Uh, but when I'm here with myself and I'm still trying to get the laundry and the dishes done, and then today she had to, she just absolutely had to go outside because God knows the world would have came to an end if I didn't take the baby outside. So I took her outside and I'm trying to clean up the backyard and get all this, this sort of just junk that's been thrown around uh, back there through the winter, get all that cleaned up, get the kayak cleaned off, or or if I get a chance to go fishing this year, whatever, get that all cleaned off and wiped down, and she's running around and playing, and it's just, I did too much today, and now I'm fucking tired. And then this morning before Brittany went to work, I'm in here trying to finish up the in, the intro for this and get the medley together. Now that ought to be easier moving forward because then it's just the voiceover parts, but still, uh, that was that was because I couldn't do that yesterday because somebody couldn't fucking handle their life for an hour for me to fucking be up here and work on some shit. So, <clears throat> meow. Damn. So, uh, I mean, hey, I, I throw the shade. That's what I do. That's what yeah. I do. I'm just honest. I'm just honest. And we love you for it. That's that's right. I'm honest. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Unless you got anything, Ed, you want to talk about? When you can start streaming? Uh, whenever uh, we get enough donations to get an Elgato. We have one. Well, I have one. For me, because we can't use the same one. <laughs> I'm just well, we're we're, we're trying out the Yeti mic, seeing how that works, and then we'll go from there, I guess. It does sound better, I think. For me, uh, I don't know. My, my end sounds better. I can't tell, so fuck it. Well, you could easily tell by putting in a plugging a pair of normal headphones in the front of the the mic there. There's a headphone jack right on. The, oh, it's on the bottom next to the USB jack. That's where it's at. Yeah. Please don't do that. Uh, no, I no. see. Yeah. My bad. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not doing anything new. I finished Far Cry 5. That's cool. We're playing the shit this weekend in 3. Otherwise, yeah. uh... I've been playing a lot of Eternal, man. That stupid uh, card game that Skith got me to play. I, I don't know, like, it just, it's, because it's on my phone, right? So I can play yeah. it when I'm downstairs, or I can load it up on the laptop. It's because it's not, um, or on the crappy laptop, because gave my laptop only breakout when I'm being serious. But the, uh, but yeah, no, and the, the card acquisition rate and the uh, gold acquisition rate, it's pretty high, so I feel like I'm, I can always do something different and still be doing stuff and earning stuff and, um, I don't feel like there's a lot of uh, budget cards that are like really fucking good. Like I win, I I was winning quite a bit. I mean, not enough to get like past like silver. I think it is, um, which is just budget cards I've got just doing. So your top your top tier on free to play, but you can't quite crest that uh, hill because of pay to win. 
No, I mean, I it's just a matter of time because I'm I haven't spent a dime, and I'm already at, like so like there's three sets out right now. So the first the, like the core set, I'm already at like a sixty something percentile playset wise on the core set, and then above fifty percent on the other two. Okay. As far as having play sets of the cards, I get you know packs. I get I mean out of just doing random shit every day, I probably earn three to four packs a day. That's not bad. Of cards, and if I, I, you can honestly grind to a to a PVP um, draft. Of course, you know drafting keep your cards, and then there's also a V versus AI draft, which is half the price. You still keep your cards. You draft. I mean, it's it's not really pay to win. It's just you'd have to. I mean, I think you can. It's much different than say Hearthstone because you play Hearthstone like. Um, you can get um, like it takes a lot to free to free to win um, or free to play Hearthstone. Like you have to spend a lot of time in Hearthstone because your coin acquisition rate so slow. This yeah. like I have a I have a ton going on, um, and I haven't really uh, I haven't spent anything. So okay, I'll that, give it a try. That most, is, is a yeah, the most expensive stuff is the solo campaigns, and that's where you get like a lot of really you get play sets of really powerful cards out of the uh, solo um, or the solo campaigns or whatever, and they're like twenty thousand and twenty five thousand gold. And to give you an idea on that, on draft is five thousand gold. Um, okay. And so now is that each play <laughs> or to unlock to play? So for the campaign, you talking about the campaign or the draft? Well, I, I know I know the draft book, but say so yeah, the campaign. Like the you campaign, drop the twenty k and, and then you play it once. The, you've, yeah, you play it once and you get all the cards from it. You just got to beat each okay. one. Now, some of the boss, some of the bosses are kind of hard, but they're not they're not undoable with budget decks at all. Um, so that's that's just that's that. And then um, we uh, what was I saying? So shit. So that's where you get you get a lot of really powerful cards for doing that. And then just to, for a reference, so if you beat, they have a what they call a gauntlet, which is um, you have free. Uh, it's it's free to play a gauntlet, and that's essentially you go against progressively. You go against AI uh, opponents, right? You have one deck, okay. you lose, and you got to start all over again. And the final boss has some sort of additional mechanic, whether you draw extra cards or everything has double damage or whatever. It's got some random affix to it. That changes what you do but if you beat it you get three um chests and when you get chests of different tiers they always have a chance to upgrade to a chest of a higher tier but on average if i beat a gauntlet then i get about 750 gold easily okay. 750 gold and that's beating a gauntlet which is seven ai or seven or eight ai matches and i can do that reliable if i if i'm winning you don't you won't always win but i mean let's say about an hour and a half i probably get about a thousand twelve hundred um gold these days it's faster when you first start because you're getting a lot of achieve with the, these achievements they give you gold and all this other stuff you're okay. unlocking but yeah no i mean it doesn't take a whole lot cool i and uh who uh, i we're not talking about god of war no nothing about god of war so to answer the question from discord um discord 
Not Discord, uh, Twitch chat. Don't know anything about the new God of War. I haven't really looked at it. Play too many old games. Yeah, it looks really good, actually. No, I mean, it looks beautiful, but, I mean, I play too too much old stuff for this show to play something. Oh, man. Because it's like Britney just took Nino Kuni 2 out of the shrink wrap today. Let alone... Wow, you've had that for, what, like a month now? Yeah, and she's she hasn't even touched the the new South Park game still in Shrinkcraft too because she hasn't opened that yet. Nice. I, I granted she has an excuse on that one because she can't play that one when Carter's awake, and uh, she been. Well, it's not like Carter understands what's happening. Oh, she yes, she does. All right, and she will say the she will say bad things. Trust me, I've had to work really hard on censoring myself lately because she is like a sponge, man. She understands what's going on on that TV. She's a smart kid. So, um... Yeah, All no. Right. Uh, well, we, my, I didn't, my bad. I don't possess child, so... Uh, probably not. Probably won't be playing the new God of War when it comes out. I mean, maybe at some point later. I've played the other ones, but I probably won't be playing the new one. I've never played a God of War game. I played so... the first two. Um, so they were fun. Like, I feel like we'd probably be safe on waiting on it because with all of the times I've seen a God of War, like, used in a game shop... Oh, cheap, God, yeah, no. They're, we'd they're... be able to pick it up in a couple months and try it out then if you really wanted to play it. They ship those out by the crate. They they price reduce so fast. So, I mean, it's... it's and I'm not saying it's not worth the $60 or whatever a brand new game costs these days. It's just... It's so much cheaper later on down the road. All right, so I guess that's it. Um, we're done with this review. Let's wrap it up. You can visit our home on at therpgshow.com. You can send us an email, podcast at therpgshow.com. Um, you can... Wait, man. <laughs> be, be sure to uh, <laughs> leave us a rating and review, like, subscribe, wherever you're getting the show at. Do the thing. Help us get in front of more faces. That's great. Um, if you want, you can join our Discord. That's at the RPG Show forward or backslash disc whatever. Go to the RPG Show. There's a link for Discord there. Uh, Twitter at the RPG Podcast. Facebook the RPG Podcast. Um, or the RPG Show on Facebook. My bad. Twitter has to be the one that fucks everything up, ain't it? Uh, be sure to listen to our friends Blaine and James over at the Is It Worth It podcast, part of the Retro RPG podcast feed so until next time nicholas what are you doing saying bye everybody bye everybody how the fuck how the fuck is ray-ban like god of war i don't